Well, welcome back to Think Better Soon. The Positive Podcast. <laughs> I'm Jason New, along with my co-host. J.P. Bradley. How are you doing today, J.P.? I am lovely. Yes, and what are we going to talk about today on this podcast? Well, we are going to somewhat a little bit about planning, and really it's more about just kind of trusting the plan of whether you believe in God or some sort of universal intelligence. It's just just kind of grasping whatever's coming your way and and keeping a positive attitude by saying, you know, this there's a reason this is happening to me and I'm confident that whatever I'm going through is going to be for my good. And and that's uh there's actually a scripture it's in Jeremiah 29:11 and and this is this is where um this was a message from God to a group of um uh, Jews that were taken captive and you know they were they were pulled away from their home and they were going through some suffering and the story is is how God got them a message saying hey I know you're going through some tough times but I've got a plan and it's a good one you know everything you're going through right now is is it's something that you need to go through in order to prepare you for what's coming next and the verse is, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. And that is a very uh, famous verse. And as you said, you know, if you're a Christian, then that certainly that verse speaks to you. And if you're not, you know, a lot of people still think things happen for a reason and everything works out the way it was supposed to. So I think there's a general consensus that typically uh you just have to have a little bit of trust in, in what you're trying to do, I guess, in life in general. But you've got a, a really cool story, kind of a specific example of how this this uh, unfolded in your life. I'd, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, interesting. It was in 2019. My wife and I were we were living in Cincinnati. And out of nowhere, I got a job opportunity um, to here in Nebraska. And uh, you know, I wasn't looking for a job, really didn't uh, think I would ever leave the company I was working for, but um, just kind of a quick story that the, the opportunity seemed really well. And, and me and my wife actually prayed about it. And we thought, you know, this, this seems like something that I believe God wants us to do. So we took it. I accepted the job. We were going to be in Cincinnati for a year before I moved out here to Nebraska. And so... You know, accepted in like May of 2019, and as as the months started unfolding, June, July, August, there was so much anxiety that my wife and I had about leaving. The I mean, we were we were only three hours away from family at that moment, so everything seemed to be kind of good. But we were going to be 14 hours away from everybody, so it just seemed like a it started to seem like a horrible idea. I mean, it's pretty easy to get to have second thoughts and get a little shaky when you're moving halfway across the country. Yeah, yeah. The the support staff that we had was no longer going to be a support staff. We were no longer going to be able to be a support staff to everybody else. So there just was so much anxiety that, that built up that we really started questioning whether or not it was a good idea. And, you know, we didn't know the future, and we certainly weren't uh, thinking, you know, what we're talking about right now. Right now, we're saying, you know, believe that there's a reason, believe that there's going to be good at the end of the road. And 
and and we we were not looking at it. We were looking at the whole thing as a curse, going, "Oh my gosh, what horrible mistake did we make?" But when we we moved out to um, to Nebraska, shortly after that, my the company I was working for was actually bought, and the level of management that I was at was pretty much cut. I mean, they they gutted it. So you know, I maybe I wouldn't have lost my job, but I. I have to think I would have, you know, I, I was, I was probably not in line to stay. So it but let's just, back it, let's back up a notch because you're yeah. not in Omaha yet. Your no. company hasn't restructured and, and changed things where you possibly would have lost uh, your position anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I guess you take a preview trip out there, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and so all of a sudden you're out there and you guys are just at your lowest point <laughs> of all low points. And then what did you do? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we were ready to, I mean, just quit life at that point. I mean, me and my wife were so stressed and, and we just couldn't believe we were doing it. And so the, you know, the way my, my parents have taught me and, and they were, had always said, you know, pray, you know, ask God for guidance, you know, kind of look towards him to see what the right answers are. So we, we, we actually prayed right there in the car there in in a Fairfield parking lot saying, all right, God, you know, we feel like we're, maybe we, we did, we made a mistake. Maybe we did a boo-boo here. And, you know, so if, if there, if this is the wrong thing, give us a sign to show us that, um, this is a bad move, make it so that our builders can't build. And that's what we were looking for was inactivity with the build. Uh, we were building the home and we go home back to Cincinnati, Ohio. Two weeks later, we get this email from from our builder and uh it said progress update and so you know that kind of got my attention and uh i'm let me let me just kind of find it so i can read it verbatim but it said i've got it on the screen here too oh you're getting it up on the screen yeah there it is let me read it It, yeah you go ahead this is from zachary nelson on uh october 7th 2019 3 20 p.m jp and ashley so last week we ended up getting over seven inches of rain. Luckily, your lot drained very well, and we were still able to get your foundation walls poured. <laughs> it was nothing short of a short miracle. Of a miracle. <laughs> because we were able to make, we were not able to make any progress on any of the other sites. But the only site we were able to get done was yours. So you did get your answer. I, I did get my answer. And I had to apologize to everybody in, in Omaha that was building that week because you know, here I am praying to ask God, you know, make it so that you can't build on my lot. And he made it to where you couldn't build on everybody's lot, but, but when I had a, that's a great story. It's amazing. And there, here you are in Omaha now and you're on the right path and you're really engaged in your church and in your mm-hmm. uh, local community and your golf community and just oh, yeah. uh, living your best life. I, I had a little bit of a similar situation, you know, when, uh, Molly was dealing with breast cancer and pregnant with Lucia. Um, she was going to have to do an additional rounds of chemo after the baby was born. And um, the baby was a great distraction during the uh-huh. cancer journey. But I, wor- I worried that once the baby was born, you know, it wouldn't be quite the same kind of vibe and it'd be nice to have a fresh start. So we picked up and moved down to Madison County, but uh, down to the bullet Boone's trace down there in 2010 in February. The thing that, 
was interesting was the garage code there was my mother's birthday, which she had been gone by for a couple of years by then, but it was zero five two three. I didn't pick that. <laughs> and one of the days when I went down there to look and see if this really made sense, I had on a lavender shirt, this like really soft purple shirt for men who don't know colors. So it was like a <laughs> light purple. Thank and you. these flowers, I was fall or whatever it was, but the flowers were out and they were the exact same shade as that shirt. But, um, you know, I feel like that was where we were supposed to be. Um, and I, I think it's important to try to be aware of, of little, little things like that that kind of clue you in that you know, you're probably on the right path. Yeah. And, you know, from my experience that I just talked about, the, uh, I had no idea what was going to happen with my previous company, but I was, I was so caught up in what's going on right now and why am I making this change? And this is a different place that I'm living at that it caused so much anxiety that I wish I, you know, now, obviously now after seeing how everything transpired, I wish I would have you know, at the start of it said, okay, I'm trusting that this is the right way. And if the, the mind starts trying to take over and starts trying to build up all this anxiety and all this, this, uh, the the sky is falling the sky is falling i just wish i would have said no it's not you know this is this is a good opportunity this has happened for a reason and i'm going to go with it i'm going to be positive about it and i mean i feel so foolish for how negative we because it created a lot of problems during that period of time with me and ashley and if you could take it away from your specific example or my specific examples and just look at it from a broader kind of 30,000 foot view you know, how many times in life we're on the path we're on, yep. you know, we, we make decisions we make and, and, uh, we are where we are because of the choices we made up until that moment. But, um, when we are feeling sideways with that, when we're feeling, uh, in conflict with where we're at, you know, it's, it's, you just have to make the best of where you're at. You know, we don't really, none of us really know where we're going. I mean, any of us could be, you know, killed in a car accident tomorrow. So, um, wherever you find yourself, you got to make the best of it. And to your point, you know, if you had made the decision that you're going to go out there and you'd met with a builder who is going to start your foundation and everything in your new place, it's, it's really to not trust that process to get cold feet, which is natural. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, to your point, if you would just stay positive and, and just stay the course, it would have been a little bit easier, but, um, Hey, you were really living. You know, kind of back to your yeah. Jimmy Valvano stuff when you're every day that Jimmy you can v. laugh and cry and That's it. what was the other thing? Laugh, cry, and spend some time in thought. Well, there you go. You're doing it's all tempting. those kind of things when you're pondering a big move like that. But I think it's yeah. a great, it's a great thing for you to share. And it obviously taught you to uh, trust, you know, to have trust like the Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways oh. acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. So yes. that, that particular verse is, is important. It's one of my all-time favorites. Um, yeah. It's so easy, though, to lose that trust. It's so easy to get a little wishy-washy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate how, how, um, how easily we can be persuaded. And, and you know, uh, there's – I can't remember what it was. It was a, about a uh, kind of a tree that can't be moved. Um you know, because of the strong roots 
and really what are your your roots buried in are they buried in 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 ideas and philosophies and and you know uh, doctrines that will will prove to keep you in the right mindset whenever crazy events happen in your life. You know, I think about my dad and, and having to go through cancer and, and being paralyzed, but I mean, truly the roots that he had, had, had grown were rooted really well because the events that transpired didn't shake him. And, and then I look at myself and, and I mean, it was a big move and it was a big change. Yes. But the the amount of turmoil that that happened in our household was just for seven or eight months. Gosh, it was just it was awful, and, and that kind of let me know, you know, I I was failing myself there. Yeah, well, it would have been a lot easier just to stay uh, put, you know, and not put yourself out there and make that mm -hmm. move. But you know, once you do it, you are going to be tested. And um, and that, so if you're listening to this episode and you got some things in life where you can kind of reach for it, kind of go for it. Uh, you can trust that if you if you make that effort, it's it's a very good likelihood that it'll be rewarded. And if not, then that's okay too, because you know you, you make the the good. The, you got to deal with the good. God makes the good, and He makes the bad. So you got to enjoy yeah. them both. You know that's the yeah. and that when you can get there, when you realize that no matter what you're going through, and that's what that's what you just talked about with your dad. Like if there is one thing, and 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 we're, this is going to be probably one of the shortest episodes you've ever had, because it's just so pretty simple, you know. It's it's yeah. uh, straightforward. But if there's something we can give a shout out to Cal Bradley about right now is, um, you know, it says rejoice in the good times, but rejoice in the bad times too, because God made them both, and you know, mm -hmm. uh, you got to be able to embrace them both. And that's yeah. tough, you know. It's tough because we're oh, we're really yeah. wired to embrace the good times. We're not necessarily wired to embrace the bad times. Yeah. Yeah, the I remember my mom, we would anytime we were going on a trip and we would get delayed by five or ten minutes or maybe twenty minutes, you know, and, and me and my sister would be so anxious to you know, maybe we were going to Kings Island or maybe we were we were gonna go to Camden Park and uh which if nobody knows what Camden Park is, that's like a it's a very it's a very old um Theme, but not even a theme park. I don't even know what you call that. It's thing. somewhere between a county fair and Kings Island, but there you go. Maybe it's closer to the county it's, fair. It's, yeah, but it's glorious for people who grew up there. <laughs> yeah, it is, and uh, so we would be. Oh my gosh, mom, what's the delay? What's the delay? And she would always come out with, "You never know. There, this delay may have been for a reason because there may have been an accident on the road or something that was going to happen that." Fortunately, that since we were delayed, that we're no longer going to be in that accident. And you have no idea how many times we would be on a road, and I would see we would see an accident. We would go, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> my mom well, was right." And even if you don't see that accident, and it may not be a, it may not be an accident. It could be anything. But I, I think that what we've talked about in the front part of this episode is you know big plans, like yeah, a, a big move or a big change or different things that are seismic like that. You know, they're big. Yeah. But I think as we close this episode down, you just hit on probably the most important thing, and that is trust in the little things. Uh, yeah. You know, when I first started flying for work uh, 25 years ago or so, um, I would just, oh, delays would just make me crazy. Yeah. And that's all I did was fly for a living. I was constantly in an airplane for a year and a half when I traveled the Northeast and Midwest, and I really had control uh, or uh, 
control issues, I guess you call it, you know, wanting to control your schedule and yeah, uh, you couldn't stand the idea of getting stuck and having to stay in an airport or stay in a hotel somewhere. It just sounded terrible. But I, I've lived through so many delays that I realized that you had to just let go of thinking that, I mean, once you got to the airport and you walked in there with your bags, you don't control anything really, no. except maybe where you'll spend your $15 voucher, you know, from a plane getting <laughs> delayed. But, yeah. um, and even that get a little sketchy. But that's a great analogy, I think, is let's talk, let's, let's back it away from the big picture stuff to the really mundane. And if, if you can have trust like your mother did, um, and my mom had that same thing, in the little tiny details of life and just know that any delay you face, any traffic jam you hit, any uh, setback or anything like that that you deal with, if you can have the peace of mind to be okay with that and know that it's, it's, the way it needs to be. That's the way it's going to be today. If you have to sit there for two hours in traffic, it's okay. Yeah. Cause yeah, there's uh, some know. sort of, there's some sort of speed bump that, that you hit in life. Most of the time you, you, you gain some sort of experience and some sort of knowledge that prepares you better for some sort of event down the road. And, and it's amazing how many times I can, I can go through a situation today and go, wow, you know, I remember when I had this one issue and it really, it, it, it built me up. It taught me a few things so that now that I'm in this moment, I am better prepared and I am, I am much more, um, ready to, to deal with the situation at hand where if well, I hadn't I trust, gone through that speed bump, I would have been in trouble. Well, that's true. And I, I trust that this episode has shed light on, trust in the big things and trust in the small things. And so if you struggle with that, we hope this episode helps you with that. Uh, yeah. As JP said at the beginning of this thing, you know, whether you uh, believe in God or if you just believe that uh, there's that the universe is structured in a certain way where things have a pattern and rhythms and uh, work together, uh, just go out there and, and uh, be a little more patient today, uh, be a little more grateful today and know that uh, everything's going to happen the way it needs to happen. Uh, that's where we're at today. So it's been a great episode, JP. It's been good catching yeah. up with you today. Yeah. And just so you know, the Dalai Lama would, would call that karma. You know, there's karma that is involved, but you and I, you know, we're, we're, we're more God centered. So. Yeah. I mean, karma is a big thing. You know, people like to talk about karma being a female dog and all that kind of stuff. But, <laughs> you know, in my mind, um, you know, I just don't, I don't know. I, I just can't go there with it. But um, that is a yeah. That's either. a thing. People know. Yeah. I mean, people people love to talk about karma. Oh yeah, karma, you know? karma. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I hear I, karma. I think of uh, my buddy Jackson Julson had a dog named Karma. So <laughs> that's uh, that's where my mind goes. Is good old Karma. It's like a rescue dog. I mean, she was rough when he found her, yeah. and she remained rough. He loved that dog. I think he invested like a couple several house payments and trying to get that dog right. And it was a lost cause, but uh, what a great name for a dog, you know? And I don't know. I just think that that's a great name for a dog. I think it's a good word for a dog. You know? Yeah, me too. Yeah. I agree. So, well, I'm glad you brought that up. That's, that was, that yeah. almost got us to 20 minutes today, but it is a fun episode. We've talked about this for weeks. We've talked about this concept for weeks and yeah, um, it's so true. And, um, it's good to be trusting and it's good, something good to talk to our children about, you know, because, um, mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure they, they struggle with that as well. So thanks yeah. for jumping on here today and sharing your personal story. Happy to do it. And until next time, uh, keep thinking better, JP. You too.
Testing, one, two, three. Testing. That's all I can say is testing. Testing.